Iowa everywhere. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Happy Monday and welcome to Two Guys Named Chris here on Iowa Everywhere. I hope you... Enjoy the show as we will spread our seed for the next hour or so here on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Iowa Everywhere Podcasts Network. We've got the TikTok, except we don't go live on the TikTok, uh, but we're certainly there. There you go, Matty Van Winks pulling it up on the big screen, uh, all the places you can find us, and of course, Instagram as well. I had a... Um, Busy family weekend. Didn't really watch many sports. Chris Hassel, what? What? Get the pool done? What did you do all weekend? Well, the pool's pretty much done. It is done, to be honest. But the water has to regulate. The chemicals and the salt has to regulate. They said in two weeks we could go in. Could. Now, that's an outdated picture, Matt. It's it's different today. Water's blue today. They came with the chemicals nice, today. Water's blue. It looks like it's going to uh, overflow. But it there's was no, green like, yesterday. There's no um, that's area. The di- that's the day they filled it up. And it rained. So, so it was all the way to the top. I, I assure you it's okay now. Um, because I will I'm not going to be able to swim in it until we get back from Greece. Uh, I need to talk to you about that, by the way. I'm going to Greece. I didn't know anything about this. Okay. So I, well, that'll affect our, um, yeah, our we'll podcasting. I was going to say, because that picture right there, my kids, the amount of jumping they will do in that pool, they'll just, there won't even be any water in it left. That's why I don't have kids. Welcome to the program. We thank our friends from Fairway Meat and Grocery for sponsoring here in the Channel Seed Studios. Um, we, we got. A lot to get to. We've got the beer boycott. We've got Iowa baseball. We've got Iowa basketball. Up, update on the NIL stuff that we talked about last week. I think it's kind of an interesting little angle that's going to happen now. And I, I, I'm i really perplexed. I offended people this weekend on social media, and I had no idea why. So we're going to talk what? about it. because Oh, oh yeah. Remember what I sent you? Like, I just, yeah. I, we'll, we'll get to that. Like, I just, I don't get it. And I'm, I'm open to learn if I'm, if I was being offensive, but I don't think that I was. Let's start with the uh, beer boycott. Now wow. you use, you use the term boycott. Like I haven't seen Iowa State fans saying that they're boycotting exile. Have you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I told you this would happen. I told you the day that this came out that the Iowa swore. I said, Iowa State fans will not drink exile anymore. You just watch. Well, isn't, you. isn't not drinking exile, isn't that boycotting exile? I mean, what's I, the difference? There's probably not much of one. Um, yeah, I look at like a boycott, I guess, is like, hey, we're going to stand outside not like there. picketing outside. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> no. I told you this would happen, dude. Like, this is wait, the, no, no. This wait, was hang the on. easiest. I said it would happen, too. I, I yeah. think I mentioned it first. I think I said <laughs> Williams... Are Iowa State fans now going to avoid exile because of this? Yeah. Okay. And well, whatever. Yes. We nailed it. We nailed it. Yes. And we nailed um, it. I, in fact, I got a, I got a text from someone over the weekend, Cyclone fan, who was bellied up to a bar, and the bar only had two beers on tap. It was an exile beer, not the Swarm, but it was an exile beer and Bush Light. And this person goes, guess which one I'm having? He's a red-blooded Cyclone fan. Of course he's drinking the Bush Light. Come on. (laughs) What are the chances you go in there? It's it's, it's a choice between Exile and Bush Light. Because I I, I rarely see Bush Light on tap, honestly. You got to be one hell of an establishment to have Bush Light on tap right there. That's a great great beer tap, though, by Exile. 
pouring the but beer I, on I, her boobs. <laughs> I will say this, though. Let's just pretend this exile swarm Hawkeye beer didn't happen. I'm pretty sure this person still would have gotten Bush Light on tap. <laughs> it's an Iowa State fan. It's an Iowan. Well, and yeah, you're probably you're probably right. Whoever Iowa State, one, I don't necessarily know if Iowa State like needs to do a beer like whatever because it, it kind of like turned into that. Ted Flint, our buddy Ted Flint, put out a tweet last week and it got this whole thing like amped up and then bloom yeah bloom who's clearly in charge of this said uh for those listening on the podcast efforting i would love to find a brewer that realizes there is another large fan base in the state um Hmm. and it does sound like that they have made some headway but like that that's the thing like that just from a business standpoint that exile must really not give a shit about iowa state because like to there's a lot of these breweries. Most of these breweries don't want to like do that because they don't want to alienate the other. Well, that's somebody side. asked me that on on Twitter. I get it. Um, why didn't Exile come out with two? You know, one for Iowa and one for Iowa State. Well, one, I'm guessing it was just the swarm that came to him with this idea. Bloom probably didn't. Two, they, or they came to the are swarm, Iowa fans. One of the two. Huh? Yeah. Or they, or went, to they went to the right. swarm. And they're Iowa fans. So I don't think I do not think that the that Exile had any thought of having a an Iowa State beer. And I don't think they care that they might be alienating some potential either. business. I feel like they think that this is gonna override that. This is gonna bring more people to their business that are Hawkeye fans then take away potential Iowa State customers. We'll see how it goes. But now the question is, if Iowa State does it with another bar or brewery, are they going to be worried that they alienate Iowa fans? Uh, This this Cyhawk deal is just something else, man. It's tricky for old Bloomy. It never never ends. No, I mean... I personally don't. Re- I like the Exiles got one beer that I really like the Tico Time Taco Time Taco Tico. I'm not sure what it's called. I like that beer, but um, yeah, I, I I do understand though. Like if you're an Iowa State fan, and because by all means, it it doesn't appear that Exile wants to do one with Iowa State, right? Like I feel like mm-hmm. we could put that together based off of everything. Well, they're pretty open about it. Van Winkle just showed a. <laughs> Yeah, a clip with the owner and the head brewmaster wearing Hawkeye gear. So so. if you're an Iowa State fan, like, and you know that this brewery now is like basically donating to the Swarm, Mm -hmm. which is your competitor. I mean, so like the term boycotting and cancel culture and that stuff gets tossed around a lot in today's culture. But I also think it's human nature for an Iowa State fan to be like, yeah, I'm not going to support them. There's a million other breweries. I'll go to one that's not in bed with the Hawks. I don't think that's crazy either. I, I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. I, I think nature. that's part of the rivalry. And I don't think it's I don't think it's out of line. And I and I think that this is we we easily saw this coming. Exile had to know this was coming. They clearly don't care. So this is kind of the cost of doing business. We do it. I think it's mostly all in good fun or hate in the rivalry. No. There's a great, great comments in the chat. Someone says, I didn't buy Exile just to show opposition. And the first person says, I bought Exile just to show support. So, yeah, pretty split. But, I mean, there's like, there's Hawkeye and Cyclone bars around town. You know, there's places that are known to be Hawkeye supporting bars that Cyclone fans probably stay away from on game days, right? Yeah, yeah. but absolutely. I just think it's different when you start donating based on the revenue and that it's just on the one beer. I mean, we need to make that clear. It's not 20% of 20. It's 20% of the revenue on that one beer. Yeah. Not like, so if you go out and buy a burger exile, which is a good place to eat, you're not going to be donating to the university of Iowa, but I think an Iowa state fan sees it. And and it's also a deal too, Chris. It's just, you get it because you grew up on the Eastern side of the state where Iowa state was just nothing when we were growing up and I grew up on the Western side of the state where it was all Nebraska, but this is just another, um, it's why I love Iowa state's fan base. To be honest with you, it's like, they're the, um, 
My wife always says when when dogs come into the clinic, it's the little ones that bite the most, right? Mm. And this is a fan base and, that. And you're saying that's a good thing. So well, you I think guys it's are the little dogs. I think it's puppies. In, I think it's very endearing um, that this fan base now like is like you know what like they are big enough now to kind of they're very chippy Iowa State's fan is in it, but it's not like oh, yeah, from the, the last little brother couple syndrome. Of, Little brother it's syndrome, over the last little 50 dog years. Syndrome. It's from the last 50 years where you get treated like a second-class citizen in this state by many people, not all. And you, yeah, no, I'll just drink a Confluence. I'll just, I'll just have a Des Moines IPA. Like I'll, you know, sure. I, I, I don't have a problem with it. If now, if they were standing outside picketing and stuff, I'd be like, come on. Like if they were organizing actual boycotts. I would be, well, this up. person that I that was texting me told me that they were actively trying to get the bartender to take the exile tap off. Well, Didn't work, but the person good tried. Quality cyclone fan right there. Well, we got to find out, just because I don't want this to be a me shitting on exile. What's that Tico time, Matt? Can you look that up at the Tico Taco? I like it. It's a good beer. Yeah, it's Tico time. Iowa State needs like the like a small town. Like we don't need your big city beer. We're gonna get like the closest thing to Bush Light that's made here in Iowa. That's what Iowa State needs. Oh God, what what would that be? Because I've had <laughs> I've had Bush Light type beers in other like uh, Nashville has one. There's some kind of Nashville light beer. It is so bad. You think you think Bush Light's bad, and I know you don't, but a lot of people do. This lo- beer was undrinkable. See, that's not even fair how you just said that though, because it's the highest selling beer in Iowa. You make it yes, sound like you know. Like, you want to know why it's the highest selling beer in because Iowa? Because it's the most crushable. It's the most it's versatile. It's the cheapest. Incorrect. It's now, a, it's now kind of a status symbol for Iowans. Like we're the Hard workers throw back because tw- you can drink 24 of them in one night and not even feel buzzed. Have I ever told you the story about after Bloom's wedding? Mm, probably, but I when I went and got mine, when I get went and got my physical, have I ever told you that story? What the doctor okay. stuck his thumb up your ass and it was just pure booze. So <laughs> the day of Bloom's wedding, we had to be out at some like barn they were getting married in, and just an ungodly hour. Like we had to be out there like five hours before the wedding for pictures. Like it was insane. So I brought a case of beer. Like you know why not? It's a wedding. We're in a freaking farm. They're in like Winterset. And I had a, I brought a case of Bush Light in a cooler. I drank 22 of them. I was the only one drinking out of the cooler. Well, <laughs> and then I drank everything else like at the wedding. Oh my God. You had 22 beers before the wedding? Yes. So <laughs> I had to get a physical the next Monday. So like two days after. And I get a call from my doctor and he's like, um... Have you done anything different with your diet recently? And I was like, ah, not really. Why? No. He's like, he's like, your triglyceride level is that of like a six hundred pound man. <laughs> <laughs> so note to everybody out there: if you're going to do that, postpone your physical at least like a week to get it all out of your system because that does show up in your blood. So the, the wedding was on a Saturday, and, <laughs> Is and that your Bloom's physical wedding? was on a Monday? My God. How did Van Wink pull up this picture so fast? <laughs> Look at my eyes. I'm just hammered in that picture. Just got to search on Twitter. I do Twitter miss the old Bush-like cans. Oh, yeah. Those are old school right there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, just a, just a note to everybody. It is, it is wedding season, so if you're going to do it, if you're going to pull something like that, postpone the... All physical for at least a couple of days. Uh, I want to thank our friends at Hinterland, sponsor of the month here in the month of June here on Iowa Everywhere. The uh, big 
Festival out in St. Charles, Iowa will take place on August 4th through 6th this year. The uh, music and camping passes are all currently on sale. Now, Maddie, Maddie's a big uh, Hinterland fan. He he likes this this type of music. I was looking around. Um, this Maggie Rogers feels like she's a really big deal. She's One of the headliners. Re- she's like she seems big. like she's really taken off. This was her actually her second time playing Hinterland. I think she played like five years ago, and she was kind of just one of the wasn't the, the the headliner by any means, but she's definitely gotten big. She's she's still pretty young, and actually, uh, Aiden and I were talking. This is Zach Bryan too. I was listening to him over the weekend. I think you'd like him, Williams. He's kind of a country. What would you okay. call him, Aiden? Kind of like country rock folk. Yeah, like, he he's more like the old style country. That see, that's my outlaw type, like, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll give him a shot, and then Bon Iver, right? Bon Iver, close. Bon Iver, but Bon Iver, you're you're close. Bon Iver, I'm I'm uh, I'm this close to to getting a pass for Friday just to go. Well, let me know. We know some people. The the cool thing too is the camp. I'll watch your kid. Too. If you want to get out okay. there, I'll watch your kid. You watch the baby for me. Maybe I'll go out there with you. I would do that. Aiden, you want to drive us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, cool. I'll yeah, the best part too. The, the thing I want to do sometime is go out and camp and just spend the weekend out there because they've got those camping passes. You can spend the whole weekend out there, and you can even bring the kids. I know they they're promoting that yeah. you can bring kids out there. There's a whole kids section, so really cool. They have a really? like a huge like area for kids now. Do people uh, climb that tree? Um, they take shade under the tree. I know that there's can we climb the tree? Shade, but. Feels like cl- um, climb that not. tree, get a better view. Put a hammock under it, like Happy Gilmore. Did you guys all watch the documentary on Woodstock '99? Yes, uh, fantastic. I, I oh heard my it's God. amazing though. Hassle, you got to watch it. Feels like um, that documentary alone has like deterred people from acting like an idiot at these things. The Limp Biz- or not? Was it Limp Biscuit that played? Oh Maybe yeah, Limp Biscuit so. played. Kid Rock played. Like Insane. the craziest, the, it, it has to. You have to watch it when you fly into Greece or something. Download it. Like it's freaking crazy. Hulu, right? Is it Hulu? Uh, I, I watched it on HBO Max, or it's now now Max, I guess. But it was one of those Bill Simmons HBO documentaries. It's freaking amazing. Hinterlandiowa.com. Uh, get your tickets today. All right, we'll move on here in the Channel Seed Studio. Iowa baseball. Yeah, you've turned into Don. You're watching Iowa baseball all weekend. You're hanging on every pitch. You've turned into your dad. <laughs> I watched more baseball yesterday than I have the last five years combined. Not college baseball. Baseball, period. <laughs> wow. I watched, I picked up the first game in the ninth inning, watched, watched it all the way through extra innings, and then I picked up the second game in the third inning and watched that all the way through. It was interesting. Um, I, I've I've never watched college baseball before. I'll be honest, um, but I I I wanted to give it a try. Wanted to see what it was all about. I thought it was interesting that uh, Indiana State was a host, and I think that was the northernmost host site for regionals. Sycamores. They had a cemetery out just beyond the left field fence, which was really interesting. So if you yank a home run foul, you'll You'll hit a gravestone, and I, I, that is bizarre. Iowa, they they got eliminated last night. They lost. They needed to win uh, last night, and they needed to win again tonight. But they did not even force a game tonight. But um, I'll say this: I think I'm more of an Iowa baseball fan than my dad. My dad's a fraud. Um, I, I've mentioned on the show that he didn't give a lick about Iowa baseball growing up, had ne- never went to a game, never watched a game. Well, yesterday, they are about to win that first game. And we were in the group chat, and somebody was asking my dad about Iowa baseball because they think he's like the god of Iowa baseball now, the king, the uh, all-knowing. And he was like, yep, yep, they're about to win this one, and then they'll have a game tomorrow night to go to the College World Series. <laughs> not even true. It's not even close to being true. He didn't even know that they were going to have to play again last night. Had no idea they were going to have to play Indiana State last night after and winning they, that first game against North yeah. Carolina. And 
you would go to super regionals. Yeah. Even if you which won is, this whole thing. Which is kind of like making it to the Sweet 16 before the Final Four. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which Iowa does not do. And they didn't do. Uh, it, it was interesting, though. There was, there were like I think Iowa hit 10 Indiana State batters in that game yeah. last night. I saw David Eichholz tweet. I believe Did you tied a record. Huh? They hit 10 batters. This is David Eichholz 24-7 posted this. Um, they had ten, they hit ten batters in this game, and they only had seven passing touchdowns in all of last season in football. <laughs> Old Spencer Petrus gets uh, dragged right on into it again. Oh man! Well, um, unfortunately, the season's over I, for Iowa. I just don't I, care I, about I don't think Chris. Baseball. I know, and I and I and I never did either, and I I'm not going to say that I do right now. But I think what it's going to take for the tide really to turn and more Iowa fans to actually care is that they have to make the College World Series. They, they, they would have had to have won last night and then again tonight and then won the Super Regionals and gotten to the College World Series, get thousands of fans over there in Omaha, experience what that event is like, which I know you know it's from awesome. experience is amazing. I think that's what it would take to really make Iowa baseball, you know, put it on par with like, I, I maybe not on par, but closer to the wrestling and the I, women's basketball. I actually somewhat disagree with you here. I don't even know if one trip to Omaha would do that. Like, I, I just well, it has to start with that though. Yeah, no, I that's get what it. has to get it going. Until yes. that happens, it's never going to happen. I think it would have to be a couple, two or three trips. And the reason I say it, it's just such a – the reason I've never gotten into this sport is – obviously, Iowa State not having a program has something to do with it. But, like, I grew up going to the College World Series. We went every year. We never cared who won. We never cared who was playing. The sport is just so hard to follow. Like, we don't even know, like, when it starts. And it's just – I mean, for Iowa – I, I – I, I truly believe Iowa fans were watching yesterday and rooting for their school, rooting for their team. But, like, to hang on every pitch in college baseball is such a hard thing to do. There's no media that covers it. The the games aren't really on TV that much, right? Like, you don't see highlights on HQ. <laughs> you guys aren't mm-hmm. doing that. It's just a, you really, really have to work hard to follow college. And, and my thing is, too – and. You may know more of this about this than me. I don't know any of the players. Like, there's just no, there's no uh, stars. Ever since Connor McCaffrey left the team, I yeah, I don't know anybody on that <laughs> Iowa baseball team. I, well, I'm just saying, like, like who's the number one pick, right? And okay, like he's going to yeah. be the number one pick in the draft. Well, he's not going to go and play for the Royals. He's got to go and he's got to go to the summer league, and then he's got to go to single A, and that's assuming he even decides he wants to go. The whole setup of the thing is just a, I don't know, I. I couldn't care less about college baseball. Isn't Brody Breck going to be a first couple round draft pick this year? He's definitely uh, raised a lot of eyebrows among scouts uh, when he came Good out player. earlier this season and was throwing a hundred. Good player. Yeah, he, he he is going to be drafted. He is going to get his shot. He's going to make a lot of money. Good. I don't know if he's a first round pick. Yeah, but I have no clue either. But he he it certainly seems like he made the right move. Going with baseball, oh, yeah. so so your dream season is over. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry that had to be really hard for you last night when they lost Indiana State. I don't even think my dad knows the season's over. I think he thinks since they beat North Carolina in that first game yesterday, I think he thinks that there's going to be a game tonight against Indiana State for the right to go to the College World Series. Well, your dad is such a he's in the comments section right now. He's saying that he didn't watch a pitch. Because now that they lost. Yeah, right. Now now he claims he doesn't care. He's such a poser. Such a poser. Um, Fairway, by the way, I made two pounds of bacon yesterday on my Traeger. We had family over. Okay, I was going to say, I was hoping that you had people over. Yeah, no, we had family over for our, um, it was my father-in-law's birthday, 
I made two pounds of bacon from Fairway on the smoker. And now we got this guy. He did your thumb trick with the burgers. <laughs> yeah, but it, is it me or does he have the smallest thumb in the world? Look at that. It looks like, like he a made little in the jelly donuts or something. You know what that looks like? It looks like a carpenter bee <laughs> made a hole in the middle of those burgers. That's hey, exactly what, what the carpenter bee hole looks like. I think I, I hope the burgers turned out okay. I think that probably helped what he did. I didn't catch the name of, of who posted that, but I tried the method the other day. It worked you did? great. Yeah. yeah I put the, you, you put the whole thumb. You almost whole, need you like a quarter size like don't You know. don't just you don't just like put a little prick in it. No. You put your whole thumb right down in it. But not all the way through, right? No, 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 not all the way through. This is like halfway through? Yeah. 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 The, I, I've set a record. I, the, I We grilled for the third straight weekend. What'd you do, hot dogs? Uh, last night we did uh, chicken and steak. Oh, sirloin. nice. Nice. Yeah. That's three straight weekends. We We, we went like two years without ever using the grill it's one of those things when you when you do it you just you get in that habit in the summer mm-hmm. every night Did I, i'm excited on fairways opening or something i haven't heard no, from i'm right here i'm time. just listening to you guys talk about burgers i don't Our participate bond- in the burger conversation oh that's <laughs> right that's right, right. bondurant's got the fairway opening on wednesday williams you ready to go oh yes thank god it sucks to live in a town without a grocery store Holy crap. I am so thankful that Bondurant didn't have a grocery store. We did, but it got bought out by Fairway. So for like the last six months, yeah, they, they've been gutting the thing and like making it a Fairway. Mm. So we haven't had a grocery store. Holy crap. What did it used to be called? At Sun Mart? Brick Street Market. Oh. Was it in one of those uh, Mason buildings? Is that what you call them? That's a Morton building. Morton building. Iowa basketball. We gave you a little bit on this. Oh, geez. Thursday, uh, this Grant Nelson uh, from North Dakota State. He's visiting the three other schools we talked about, Chris. But so that would be Baylor, Alabama, and um, the other ones escaping me. No plans to visit Iowa. Not at this point, and I, I would be really surprised if if I was even still in the mix. Um, by the sounds of it, it, look, and we said it on Thursday. Even when it seemed like Iowa was among his four finalists, look, we're putting all the swarm money into beer and and Cade McNamara wide receiver trips to California. People don't want their NIL money going to Iowa basketball. So there's no money to send this guy. And he, he needed a lot of money. It's not just the, the, the promise of being able to shoot your shot and playing time. I just don't think he it helps money. that Fran is out there complaining about all this at every chance that, well, that he gets. No, that certainly doesn't help. I know what Fran means when he talks. He's right about the but pay for – He's as a correct. coach who has to benefit from it right <laughs> yes. now. You can't be, and, and that there's there's a reason why he continues to fail in that part of the game. Look, great at finding these diamonds in the rough and and you know building them into NBA players, but transfer portal, boy, it's it, it's been rough. This offseason has been bad. Like, what are they going to be picked in the Big Ten? Oh, I I don't know, and, but I'll tell you, I would say fan apathy is probably going to be at a fran low for this era but they keep going to i i I don't disagree with you um i think the word the fran fatigue thing is is very fair but they keep going to tournaments is what's crazy about this and you're telling me that the apathy is going to be at an all-time low like that's wild had they've had draws the last several years they've had they've had a murray on the team they've had a garza on the team yeah the, they don't have that this upcoming season. And I, I don't think there's a lot of hope that Fran's going to be able to get over this hump. I mean, all the players he's had come through here, all the brushes with greatness, 
the 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 good regular seasons, the run in the Big Ten tournament, but it it never translates in the NCAA tournament, never. So I think uh, I think it's going to be tough, especially with all the people that are going to want to spend time at the women's games this year. Are they going to want to go across that bridge on a cold Wednesday night in January for an eight o'clock tip to see? The men. I blame Iowa for their pedestrian infrastructure. <laughs> it would have made it a little nicer looking bridge. Maybe people would want to walk over it. When we tailgate at Iowa State, when we camp there the night before, my kids every night beg me to walk across the bridge. <laughs> they beg me. Daddy, we want to go to the bridge. It's like a draw. I, I also think it's really interesting to point out Scott Docterman's report earlier this year about the recruiting expenditures in basketball for mm-hmm. Iowa. Like, I, I don't th- I want everybody to realize in football, you have 85 scholarships. Generally, a class is 20 to 25 guys. It's so much, I don't want to say more difficult because basketball's got a whole, like, you've got AAU coaches, you've got high school coaches, you've got crazy dads and uncles and moms like there's a lot to navigate when you're a college basketball coach it's not easy it's in fact in many ways it's much more difficult because you know what makes AAU. it easier when you have kids who are going to be playing for you and you don't really have to recruit them that's true yet Good somehow yeah. Fran McCaffrey outspent Kirk Ferentz in recruiting last that's year that's mind-boggling when you look at the number of players you have to recruit and then yeah you put the the point you make it's it's well, really we, hard to understand we all thought when that came out, I don't know when that was, five months ago or so, Scott Docterman wrote an article on it. I don't think we really talked about it that much because we were just waiting for, okay, there has to be an explanation. There, there ha- Either something is wrong or there's something that uh, is going to come out that's going to kind of explain how this happened or why this happened. That never happened. At least it hasn't in the last five months. So still, last year, Iowa basketball spent, what, $600,000-plus on recruiting while football spent $500,000 in recruiting. And for what? I mean, when you add it all up, not only is he not really getting the targets, but he's, he's got built-in family that should be helping with this. Like Jack McCaffrey. He... You don't need to spend money on him. And let, is he counting like groceries he spends on the family? <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, the only thing that basketball does, it's not the only thing, but they've got those um, for like cute. And it's not like they're recruiting all over the world. Like they're not recruiting international guys. Right. I was trying to think of like they recruit really Midwest focused players. You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't get it, but it's been a bad offseason. I wouldn't be surprised at this point if Iowa's picked 12th to 14th in the Big Ten next year. Yeah. I, I don't see them being picked single digits if nothing changes, if they don't land somebody. I mean, you, you look at their starting lineup and it's just. Uh, and you want the a big, fun, what? You want a fun farming fact? Oh. Change, wow, change you're things cutting up off here? Iowa basketball talk with little farming facts. I, I like it. Did you know that Iowa, the state of Iowa, is the 13th largest producer of milk in the United States? Really? Okay. The average dairy cow, okay, the average cow out there, when you're at a good channel seed farm, one of our good channel quality channel seedsmen, go out to their farm, you're going to milk the cow. The average cow produces seven gallons of milk every day. Wow. So that's just, they must just stand there and just get milked all day long. No, you milk them in the morning, and then you let the milk produce, and then you milk them at the night. You go out there does and you it, squeeze the teat. Does a cow, is it always lactating? Or does it have to, is it like after, does it have to give birth and then have a calf and then lactate? I think it has to reach a certain age. I don't think it has to have a calf. But they do. I think they do retire them after a certain point. Yeah, she's all milked out. 
You know, you Iowa State's the... got a great dairy farm. Take the kids up there, take a little tour. It's a great summer activity. Have you ever heard the song Milk Cow Blues by George Strait? No. It's really good. One of his <laughs> one of his hits. We're out here milking cows. It's called the Milk Cow Blues. It's it's fantastic. Everybody looked that up after the show. And another one. So after you you squeeze the milk out of the teat from the cow, do do it, people still do that themselves or are they? Are they hooked no, up we got machines, machines now. now. We got machines now. Well, I'm I'm sure somewhere in the state of Iowa, somewhere in the state of Iowa, somebody's milking a cow right now. Actually, that probably happened like four hours ago, like five a.m. But the uh, after you squeeze it into the little thingamajig, forty eight hours later, it's at a fairway. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's how life works, man. It's crazy. Um, follow up on last week. So the SEC had its meetings and, and they were all they're all really upset with each other because all these different states have these different laws on NIL and like can the foundations pay these players and whatever. Nick Saban, I don't know how this snuck past us. Nick Saban and Greg Sankey and a handful of other SEC coaches are going to Washington, D.C. this week. They're going to march on the Capitol? They're going to pick it like Iowa State fans are doing to exile beer. (laughs) Uh, They're calling it a convoy that is vouching for federal regulation among name, image, and likeness. That's what it says. What is? How do you vouch? Oh, vouch. Vouch, vouch, vouch. They're, um, yeah, they're going to be in Washington today. Uh, two quotes from Saban to read here. I have no problem with players becoming employees. I mean, unionize it, make it like the NFL. He also says, if it's going to be the same for everyone, I think that's better than what we have now. Because what we have now is some states and some schools and some states that are investing more money in terms of managing their roster than others. Which he's right. Uh, it's he's a hundred percent correct. It's similar to the Fran McCaffrey thing, except it, it's also interesting that Saban. Remember last year, where he was like Bryce Young's making a million dollars. So clearly Alabama has money, right? Yeah. If, if if in in that sense. I also think it, it rings a little bit hollow to me. It's like shut up, Nick. Like I get it. I get all of these coaches and what they're saying. It's like you have so many advantages being at the Alabama head football coach, and you're the one like bitching. But but I think yeah, there's a reason because okay, they've it's because of the failed to win the title the last two years, and NIL is allowing these other programs that were at or near the Alabama level to close that gap. Because yes. they can now pay for a player who might have just gone to Alabama because Nick Saban, uh, championships, NFL. Well, now, you, you, you know, let's just say Texas A&M, for instance. Now, maybe I, get, I can get more money going to Texas A&M. Like, there's only so much to go around. And Alabama yes. also is... It's tough because there's Auburn's in that state as well. And... and, and They've got a lot of money coming in as well, and you know you got a place like Georgia, for instance. I mean, that's it. You know, Georgia Tech. Pff, come on, Georgia is it in that state with a huge metropolitan area that they're close to in Atlanta. Whereas Alabama is in a state that doesn't not exactly have, a rich know, state, right? So, I think we're seeing this out of Nick Saban because. I think clearly he's a little bit concerned. He's concerned about his own well-being in place in this. The dynasty, I think, is over. I don't think you can call it that anymore. I think he had it for about 12 years. They won, what, six titles in 12 years? But if you're not even winning your own conference, if you've got a team in your own conference that's winning national titles, I, I think you see why he's uh, 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 you know, marching on the Capitol. Who's he marching with? Uh, Greg Sankey, okay. SEC commissioner, and a handful of other coaches. Is Kirby Smart marching? I, I, his name was not mentioned. I think Kirby's doing just fine there. 
in yeah. Georgia. The other thing with, with this is fairly minor, but Nate Oates and Alabama basketball too. Like I, I just can't see how these schools like Creighton and Villanova and UConn aren't at a major advantage by not having football programs to raise funds for. Right. Great and point. Nate Oates is paying dudes. Like they are, they're getting dudes down there. So they are. And one of them might be Grant Nelson. Yeah. We said that last week. Like this is these schools that he was looking at are not. You, you can generally tell it was Florida State was the other one. They're a big payer. I don't know how and why, but certainly, like, and I and I bet you that's impacted Saban too. It's like Georgia basketball. Are they taking anything? <laughs> well, it's no. kind of like it's kind of like Iowa. This money is coming in for Iowa football. Yeah, certainly. I don't seems know how that much way. of it's really going to Iowa basketball. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um. So, man, I just I don't even I don't know if I should bring this up, but I feel like I and I, I kind of need to. So I put out a post <laughs> over the weekend, and it like offended people and. I'm not here to offend people, Chris. You know me. Like I don't want to do that. Like I'm not. I'm not that guy. But I have to ask our listeners a question. And Matt and Aiden, you guys are a little more. Uh, you're younger. You, you get the other generation better than me and Chris. Is the word nanny offensive <laughs> in 2023? Like. Aiden's laughing. Aiden, open up your mind. Is that offensive? Nanny, like a person who watches your child? Yeah. No. <laughs> not, not that I've heard anyway. I don't think it's offensive. Well, I pissed off a lot of people. What are you supposed to uh, call them? I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so here, this is what I'm thinking through here. So we have a... a a young gal, Chris. Um, she's a college student. She's a education major, and she watches Cameron, my eight year old, for like two days a week during the summer months. But it's it's more than just um, you know sit on the couch while Cameron plays on her iPad. They go and do educational things together. So they have a zoo membership. They have a science center membership. They go to the library. They do projects. They're doing these things. And I made a post about it, and I and I said something about that my nanny, our nanny, isn't starting until next week. <laughs> and I was like complimenting my kid because she was such a good girl last week. Whatever, it was a picture of me and her. And I and I used that word because one, that's what this gal refers to herself as, and two, like a a young woman who's an elementary education major. Like, you want to show a little more respect, right? Like, I don't consider her just a babysitter. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, right? Like, a babysitter is, hey, all right, make sure she's down for her nap by 1 o'clock. Will you explain what what did the comments say, uh, people that you say so are offended it by got, this? What? It got four comments. One of them was my jackass brother-in-law who was just screwing around. <laughs> he, and he, the other three comments were all like, nanny? <gasps> Interesting choice of words. Nanny, and then one guy put like an eye-popping emoji, like, oh my god, I can't believe he just said that. And then the other one was like, nanny? Hmm. Interesting. So, okay. so I'm like, I, I figured this out, and I texted you, and I'm like, oh my god, am I going to get canceled? What did I do? Because I'm, you know, I feel like I'm fairly worldly, but I don't know everything. You know, like I, I could say something that is that offends some people, but I don't understand why. 
I, I'm well, Googling I know exactly it. what happened here. I know exactly what happened. And you did offend people. But not in the way that you're worried about. Nanny is not an offensive word. It's not. You can't get canceled for that right now anyway. What they're offended about is that you claim you're some man of the people. Drinking bush light, going to the dirt track races. Oh, look at me. I'm this Iowan from Shenandoah. I escaped the Clorinda Academy. I, you know, I'm just, I'm pulling myself up by my bootstraps. And all of a sudden you come out with a post and you're like, yeah, my nanny can't start this week. It's going to be really tough on me. And they're like, what? I thought you were a man of the people. No, you're wrong. You have you're the wrong read. A nanny raising your kids? Who are you? That's <laughs> what they're offended by. You're completely wrong. Go and read you these have posts. So these much people money. are offended by the word you nanny. You have so much money that you are paying another person to raise your kids because oh, I can't. Who be doesn't have daycare in the summer when I they're can't not at school? Be bothered by raising my kids. Who doesn't I have need daycare? Someone Everybody takes to their kid to daycare. And help me out. It's just too much for me. I have to get... Do you have any idea the dirt track schedule this time of year? I have to be at point A and point B. And I just can't take my kids everywhere. I need to pay someone lots of money to do it for me. That's what they're offended about, Williams. Hey, Van Winkle, open up your mic. Do you pay somebody to take care of your kid during the day? She goes to daycare. Yes, it's yeah. the same damn thing. No, no, you. But you said nanny. You yeah. said you. Nanny comes to your house. Yes, that's the difference. She comes to the house. We don't take her. That's it. When you say nanny, and you've got this persona about you, as this just everyday Iowan helping out farmers, and. Y- that's just, you know, you kind of you kind of screwed yourself cuz now people aren't going to buy this thing that you're selling. So I did um I did you look call it me up. an elitist. You call me an elitist. You are a massive elitist. And you elitist. have a name. Go swim in your green pool, okay? <laughs> I I I did find that um the the word nanny can be somewhat controversial yeah you, in you other found countries like, you you found something that said like to uh t- to people living in the uh cryerstone region of <laughs> west india the word nanny could be offensive and there was also the t- there was a tv show apparently called the nanny i don't mean I apparently you don't remember this show with fran no. drescher no ah, i never ah, ah, ah. You, no she had the crazy laugh. Well, apparently oh, it, it was canceled. Nanny. It was canceled because it was deemed sexist. No, I, I don't think that's true. I had a nanny growing that, that up. That show ran f- for a long time. Hey, and Ben is talking shit. My other kid, my kids go to a center too. In the summer, we bring a nanny here two days a week, or a babysitter, to take him places and do like fun things so they're not just in there with other snot-nosed kids getting sick all the time, all right? It actually saves us money. So suck on that, Ben, man of the people. <laughs> this reminds me of a story. I was hosting uh, Sports Center one night with an anchor that I won't name. Elitist. Oh, yeah. Well, I was on Sports <laughs> Center set one day. <laughs> well, this, this person had had just had a a couple of kids and she she was talking about how bad she felt for her husband because her husband was home with the kids and she was at work it's like oh i just i don't know if he's going to be able you know if he's going to be able to handle this i just feel so bad it's going to be a lot and i and i and i asked a question and i said oh because i knew she had a nanny and I said, oh, is the nanny, is the nanny gone? Did, did, is she, is she, did, she, did something happen to the nanny? And she said, oh, no, they're, they're still there. They, 
She had two nannies oh my living gosh. with her, with her husband at home with the kids. She's worried about her husband taking care of the kids. Meanwhile, there's two nannies that are there to help, one for each kid. That guy, that 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 guy has no idea how good he has it there. Well, almost as good as you. So Brian, tradition, he watches the show on on YouTube a lot. He he's saying that nanny is like defined by someone who stays with the family twenty four seven. He goes, Williams, you have a babysitter. But well, again, I don't it, think it, a nanny has to be there twenty four seven. No, it doesn't. I, I think a ours nanny, is here for like six hours, it, two days. What's a an week. au pair? What's an au pair? I don't know. Because there's that's a difference. In, that's between only in a nanny France. And an au pair. There's no such thing as no. an au pair in America. I know that, people that's, that's, that's have au pairs. No, that's a nanny. I feel like babysitter is more offensive than nanny. Yes, I was trying to pay respect to the young woman who's getting her elementary education degree, so I wanted to give her a better title than babysitter. Well, what the hell is an so, au pair? You outed yourself. A, what the hell is an au pair? See, I thought an au pair lived with you. I thought an au pair was was somebody that like they lived in the house with you. A nanny doesn't. A nanny comes and hangs out, you know, during the day or where when you're gone. Chris says that au pair and nanny are the same thing, I think. Yeah, one nanny doesn't have to be live in 24/7. Uh a nanny or an au pair is only in France. That's not true. I know people here that have au pairs. Are in they fact, French? Dave Zabalinski Are they French? Are they French? Tried to claim that he had an au pair. He was telling me. See that, what? They're from overseas. They're from France. I can't read that. What does that say? Read it, Matt. It says, an au pair is a young adult from overseas who lives with your family on a legal visa for up to two years. Okay, so an au pair is somebody that, and it's not from France. She's French. (laughs) She has to be French. No. This person that I was talking about that had the multiple nannies, one of them she flew in from South America. So you look like, do you go on like a website and, oh, well, she's interested in dirt track racing and she's interested in, she makes a really good plate of nachos. Like, do you draft them? Like, how does that work? Like, you just pick, you interview them? You ready for the difference? Okay. Nannies and au pairs both help with childcare and a family. A nanny is a standard employee and is paid a salary. Oh, yeah. An au pair is integrated into the family life as a temporary family member. The au pair stays with you all the time. A nanny does not. Yeah, I do. I think I have a babysitter. You better go back to her and say, listen, I'm sorry, but I'm not calling you a nanny anymore. I think she's a babysitter. It's ruining my brand. Your brand took a big hey, hit. Hey, Nanny, this can you throw me one of them bush lights? She's a child child care provider. Just call her child care provider. Well done, man. Child Matt. care provider. That's a lot. That's a, that's a mouthful. <sighs> All right. Um, last thing on my list for today. Did you see that line for Caitlin Clark autographs at the Iowa Jeez. Cubs game? My God. I'm not surprised. Yeah, we knew it was going to be wild. But what I, they started lining up at 6 a.m. for a 6 p.m. first pitch. And Clearly then, not everybody got to her. I yeah, mean, not everybody got. Stop eventually. I just can't imagine waiting in a line that long. <sighs> hey, speaking of her, and this might hopefully... <laughs> You know what? If it offends anybody, I'm sorry. Can she play on the men's team next year? The, do you follow Angel Reese? Do on I follow her? No. Instagram. But I've, I, I have seen stuff. Man, I'm really interested to see. Like, she seems like she's really out there now. Like, really, 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 really out there. Like, she's constantly on the run doing. And good for her. She's probably making a ton of money. I, oh yeah, it will be she interesting. Is a, she is a real part of pop culture now. Yes, Dra- was it Drake or uh, might have been Drake and Cardi B 
mention her in songs. Really? She was, on, she, she was in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, I believe. She's a different kind of star right now than Caitlin. Caitlin is she, more for basketball. For her basketball, yeah. And Angel Reese is now more just pop culture. It'll be interesting to see if her game can back it up at that point. She's then, really good, but she's not Caitlin Clark. No. And Caitlin's doing it off of her basketball. And, and then, can we please get a game scheduled between these two teams? Please. I also wonder, too, because LSU's by all means gotten better in the offseason. Oh, yeah. And Iowa, we were thinking Iowa was going to bring in some big-time no. post player. Nothing. So you just wonder, too, like with Reese, like I would guess her averages would go down with all these other players. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, the ball can only be in so many. I, I think that'll be really fascinating. I don't know if Angel Reese really, not saying she doesn't care, but at this point I feel like she's going to be famous for a long time, like you said, in the pop culture world. But it's been fascinating to watch. And Caitlin really, I thought about this when I saw it this weekend, she's really kind of been quiet. She's playing in like a pro-am with Zach Johnson, I saw. She's doing... Oh, yeah, the John Deere Classic pro-am? Yep, yep. Uh, but she's really kind of had a quiet off-season thus far, and then everywhere you look, Angel Reese is smack dab in the middle of it with her little ring finger popped out. <laughs> I think um, Caitlin Clark, it's more of a... It's more of a... Air, like a like this like she just keeps going up 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 angel reese it's like she's a rocket right now but at some point it can't do it, that forever it, it, yeah and it her game isn't there's nothing like caitlin clark has the three-point shot the steph curry stuff that's why people are coming out and watching her because she's shooting from the logo angel reese doesn't have game like that like she doesn't stand out on the court. She would still be a fir- first or second round pick, but and Caitlin you know, is going to be a transformational player for the next decade or what's so. What's stunning about all this is that if Angel Reese hadn't done the chasing Caitlin Clark around the court at the NCAA tournament, had that not happened, she would not be this kind of a star. It's all because of that and what's yeah. happened subsequently when it became a major talking point nationally, like who is in the wrong. You know what's crazy is the Facebook post that I put out of you and of our commentary right after that game, like 20 minutes after it ended, I still have people commenting on it. Angry people. Really? Still. Angry people. Yeah, who don't like Angel Reese. Oh. She's not classy enough to be a Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> We'd never allow that. Lisa Bluter would never allow that. That damn crazy coach they got down there wearing meanwhile, the feathers. Meanwhile, the night before, Caitlin's like daring South Carolina players to take shots right. and like yeah. shooing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, Angel Reese, I hope she's smart with her money because I'm sure she's made a lot of it. And, you know, maybe she's going to be super famous 20 years from now. I I hope she is for her sake. But, man, it's been – I just like – like, how is she practicing basketball? (laughs) Yeah. Right? But we'll Mm -hmm. see. She's clearly really good, and she's – Taking advantage of her, she's in rap videos and stuff. Is she in videos or they're just rapping? I don't. I, I just know oh, okay. that she's been mentioned in rap videos, uh, in rap songs, I should say. I don't know that she's in them. I don't know. Maybe I need to click the follow button. Man, she's she's got to be right there with like the Cavender twins, though, with like followers and stuff. I would think she's getting into that territory. I, I would. Yeah, have she was the the last I saw, and it, you know, all these rankings are unofficial. You know, we yeah, don't know. Yeah exactly what what these college players are making we just kind of you know what is it on three sports that does those rankings she was in the top three with uh well number one is the livy dunn yeah and she's reese was yeah reese might might be above the 
the Twins, who are now uh, no longer basketball players. No, they're. I think I read they are they going to be in like WWE. That's that was a rumor. I I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Maybe. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks to Maddie Van Winks, Aiden you, Wyatt Matthew. for production today. Uh, Matt just told us too. This is cool. Little teaser for later in the week. Sage Rosenfels on the Sage Rosenfels Experience was going to host Zach Johnson today. Zach Johnson's going to be Ooh, on the stage. Two-time that'll major be, winner. That'll be great. I know those guys have known each other a long time, so that'll be a fun, probably a different side of Zach that you don't get to hear very often. Thanks to Fairway Meat and Grocery, the Channel Seed Studios. We'll be back on Thursday with two guys named Chris. Have a great week. Iowa everywhere.